Hobby Addict の時間です。It's time for Hobby Addict.And now, here are your anime addicts. Welcome, one and all, to Hobby Addicts episode 256 megabytes of RAM up in this bitch. I am your host, Mitsugi, and I'm joined by Mason. Hello there. Happy、uh, long weekend. Extended extra time to just frolic in the fields. The, the sun is out. It's a glorious spring day, and I'm just. Imbued with life, and I'm so excited to talk about Ghibli later today. <laughs> wow, imbued with life, he says. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's also beautiful here in Denver and、uh, on this lovely, happy egg colored day, as, as, Indeed. We, as we say. Some By call-、uh, in, imbued with life, I mean,、uh, imbued with, I just probably ate like a pound and a half of Polish sausage. So I am、uh, oh、<laughs> imbued、gosh. with something. <laughs> imbued with, I am jealous. Well,、uh, okay then.、And、today we are going to. I, I did have Melting Pot yesterday, so that was pretty good. So, Ooh, I, you know what? Despite my,、uh, my proclivities for food adventuring, I've never had fondue of the cheese、well, or chocolate variety. Well, Melting Pot, I'm not sure if you'd like it or not, Mason. It's, I don't know. People like it, some people don't like it. I think people that don't like Melting Pot don't like it because of. The fact that you're basically cooking your own food.、Um, and some people don't like it because it's very expensive. So, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. So, yeah, I mean,、uh, Pancake, you know, she got a new job. So I took her out to the melting pot. And,、uh, <clears throat> you know, if you want to get like the full, the full boat, like the, full, like the four course meal, you know, I mean, it's,、mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to run you minimum a, bu- a buck fifty. <laughs> I feel like cooking、so. your own food, though. It's part of the adventure, like the, th-、well. the draw of it. It's, you can go at your own pace. You can sample things as you wish. You can get it as fresh. Like if they did the fondue for you. Yeah, I mean. And then it comes out, it's not going to be the same. Well, f- I mean, all right, fuck it. So、um, I have nothing else to talk about today.、So、<laughs> Who needs a script? We're going off the rails, baby. So, so Melting Pot's first course is、um, it's a cheese fondue. You get to pick your cheese. We did like a, a mozzarella and. Um, what the hell fucking cheeses was it? It was like, it was like a mozzarella base with, you know, with、uh, pesto, garlic, sun dried tomatoes. Like, they mix it there in front of you, you know, the waiter does. And then they give you like,、uh, like a charcuterie, whatever the hell it is,、um, mm-hmm. a, like a board of food to dip in it. And you can like upscale it to like meat and all this other fancy shit. But, but holy heaven, I mean, it's already, if you're going to start like upcharge, if you're going to start getting upcharges and shit, you man, you're going to be, you're going to be scraping the 200s probably because, The upcharge is bougie. Bougie. Yeah, well, I mean, a melting pot, like, an addition is like, oh, here's a lobster tail. <laughs> you know, it's like, you're not fucking playing games. But, like, you know, they give you, like. Can you bring, like, your own, like, salami, like, in your pocket and, like, sneak it in and, like. Oh, <laughs> you probably could. You probably could. The tables are pretty secluded from other, from, from other tables. There you go. Just bring in, like, a whole, like,、yeah. sack of Lunchables and just, like. Oh, no thanks, waiter. We're, we're good with the, the, like, the basic size and then just slip it. Like, there's enough cheese to go around. There is a lot of cheese. I mean, so, so, so they, but, but they bring you like, like two or three types of bread and chopped up into cubes so you can dip it. And they bring you like 
apples and they bring you um, like broccoli and carrots and other vegetables and stuff. And they'll bring you more of anything you want. So you can just keep getting more until you're out of cheese. But really, you're eating a giant pot of cheese. Um, then the second course is like a salad. I got the house salad. It's a pretty solid salad. I mean, it comes with like peppercorn ranch, like carboiled eggs on it. Like it's got, it's real dressed up. Um, and then the main course, you have to choose your, what kind of broth you want. And they got all kinds of stuff you can, there's like, we got like this, um, this broth that's sort of like a, a mix of, uh, like a, almost like a, like a broth and a red and like a red burgundy wine, like mixed. Cause I guess that's good for like beef and we were getting a lot of beef, but you can get like, you can get like a, like a tempura oil based one where you're almost like frying or batter frying what you bought, what you get. But we went with like the simple one and then they, and they bring you like, let's see, it was like filet mignon, um, which is like almost as tender as it's, it was almost as tender as Kobe beef, but not quite there. Um, but pretty damn close. Um, like these homemade, uh, pastas, um, like the white tiger, uh, shrimp, um, salmon, uh, uh, chicken, there's another type of beef, you know? Oh, and like, and some vegetables. And we were like, and this place is like pretty, I mean, they're pretty, the service is pretty good. So they brought us like a bowl that had like three, uh, like mushroom, like white mushroom caps in it, you know, like the kind you could like stuff shit into. Um, and we were like, Oh, you know what, man, we love mushrooms. Can we get some more mushrooms? And I knew he'd bring more and he brought more, but he brought like a whole Mason, you know, Mason, you know how you go to the grocery store and you get like, like, like the plastic container and it's got like, yeah, it's got like maybe 12 of those big fucking mushrooms in it. Yeah, the like the big portobellos or something. Yeah, exactly. Well, he, they brought a whole they brought like a whole container of that shit out. It was a whole bowl, like like probably at least a dozen massive, like ping pong ball sized mushroom caps, uh, and and a whole like jar of this like green goddess they call it, which is like a almost like a dill dip, like very oniony, like um, like very oniony, creamy sort of uh, like sauce. And like, you know, so we just poured those in and it was pretty nice. And, um, and then like, then, then the fourth course is the dessert and that's the best one because it's chocolate and we got the s'mores and they come out and they put the marshmallow in the middle of the chocolate and they fucking light it on fire. And he's like, Oh, um, get him, get a marshmallow on your skewer. Cause you'll be able to roast a mar- one marshmallow in this fire before it goes out. So we're like roasting mm-hmm. this marshmallow and he's like, Oh, but by the way, the marshmallows are graham cracker covered, so it will prevent them from lighting on fire. So, so like, but what will happen is they get really gooey. <laughs> so they're just like sliding off the skewer. Um, but they're not really like on fire and you like drizzle the chocolate and they bring bananas and strawberries and graham crackers and rice crispy treats and and brownie brownie bites and all this other crazy shit Um, yeah just go nuts with it and when you walk out of there like you feel like you're gonna hurl um, (laughs) i mean you just had like four pounds of dairy (laughs) i mean and it's really expensive but for a special occasion you know it's it's i mean no one's going there on the regular like oh wednesday that's my melting pot day me and the boys just go hit it up and (laughs) that'd be an awful experience you can go and just get like one thing, like the chocolate fondue or whatever, but lame. Yeah. You got to go all out. If you're going to do it, you got to do it right. Well, apparently people like melting pot a lot because two weeks ago I tried to get in and I didn't make a reservation and I called in the morning and tried to get one for that evening and they basically laughed me off the phone. Um, and I was like, okay, well, how about next weekend? And they're like, no. 
sorry, not next weekend either. They were like booked the whole week, the whole weekend. They were like, we can get you next weekend, but only at 10 p.m. And like, one thing you got to understand is that it takes probably two and a half hours to get through the dinner because it's because you're there forever eating. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, I don't really want to be eating at midnight. So, you know, I was like, I had to go another week out. <laughs> it's like booking two weeks out for this, for this fucking place. Well, I have so, to imagine of like all the restaurants, like their business model, like wouldn't translate well to like takeout. No. So I feel like people are like, oh, things are starting to open back up. This is something I haven't been able to do for a year, give or take. Like, oh, let's go visit that place again. So maybe that's why they were a little more maybe occupado. I don't really see how you could eat fondue takeout. I don't know. How you just heat it up in the microwave, pour it yourself. Oh, my God. Try to relive the magic. I don't know. <laughs> but it's so expensive, though. It's like I don't it's barely worth the money when you're there. I don't know how it'd be worth the money at home. But yeah, it, it, I doubt it. It was pretty good. You know, the lady was happy. So it's, that's uh, why you do it. It's one of those things like you don't want to go and pay that money and then have your your lady friend be disappointed. <laughs> so so mitts, so, so mitts mm-hmm. going off on another tangent based on what she said earlier. You're yeah. uh, you're going out, you're going camping mm-hmm. and there's a campfire and you're making s'mores. Oh, you get, fuck, you get yeah. the marshmallow, you put it on your stick, your skewer, whatever instrument it is. What is your marshmallowing technique how how does the mitts hmm. do the marshmallow uh it really depends on what i'm gonna i mean so if i'm gonna if i'm gonna make if i'm gonna see for me s'mores are are awesome i grew up making s'mores in the backyard in the little fire pit you know and it's like if i'm gonna make s'mores with graham crackers i almost don't even care about the chocolate i love graham crackers so much that i will just put the marshmallows on the graham cracker um and if i'm gonna do that i uh, I'll do one of two things. I'll be careful with it and kind of like get it soft, but not like burned. And then I'll smash it in between the marshmallow, between the graham crackers. But more likely what I will do is I will light the marshmallow on fire until it burns all the way out so that the entire outside of the marshmallow is charcoal, charcoal black. Then I'll peel the shell off the marshmallow, eat the whole fucking burned shell all at once. And then the middle part that's like not burned, it's just melted. Then I'll put mm-hmm. that. Then I'll put. Then I'll either put that back in the fire and burn it again, or I'll stick that baby on the on the on the on the, uh, on the uh, graham cracker. Because I, I do gotcha. like a burned marshmallow. How about you? That's a that's a pretty good answer. I usually I do it similarly. Where the first one I do it perfectly. I have it way away from the fire, just so it's licking the top or the top of the flames or licking the marshmallow, and just take a long time, make it nice and golden, just picturesque. And I do that once, and I'm like, that was too much time. And then I just do the throw the marshmallow in, burn it, blow it out. Probably half of it's black, half of it's untouched, and be like, oh, we're good. <laughs> just throw it in the s'more. So I, uh, I too, enjoy a nice a burnt marshmallow. It is pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, well, here, let me, let me, let me just say that I wanted to see the Godzilla movie that you're going to talk about right now, Godzilla vs. Kong. I wanted to see it last week. I assume we're done talking about random food things. I mean, I can, yeah, probably. I can keep going. That's that's what that's what the after party is for. Everyone knows that. All our listeners are like, well, "Am I listening to the after party right now?" When Mitz and Mason just talk about food. Food could be a hobby, but I am going. To, but so I'll I'll discuss how I want to have the quesadilla chalupa at Taco Bell after in the after party, but. Um, so I refuse to watch this. I want to watch this movie. I refuse to watch it because I can only get it on HBO Max right now. 
and I want to go see it in the movie theater. So I haven't mm-hmm. seen it. I refuse. To, I am going to wait. It comes out in the theater next week, I think. Well, I can wait. I can talk about something else. No, no, no. You can talk about the movie. I mean, don't spoil the whole movie. I mean, uh, there's not much to spoil, but yeah. I mean, I can always audible. I, I, I'll, I'll hold off on Godzilla vs. Kong, and we can just talk about it. No, I want you. No, I want you to talk about it because I'm gonna. I mean, because I'm gonna watch it anyway, and I want to ask questions. So, don't worry about me. Okay. Okay. So, so I assume you watched it at home. Yes, I did watch it at home on uh, HBO Max. It came out March 30th, like very end of the month, and I, uh, yeah, I gave it a shot. I am not huge into the Godzilla or Kong like cinema. History. I've seen a couple here or there. Um, absolutely adore Shin Godzilla. Um, I don't think I've ever seen a King Kong movie. But mm-hmm. nonetheless, but with with knowing as little as I do, I was like on Twitter in our Discord. I think even on this podcast, I was just like hyping up. Like, how is it possible that Godzilla could lose to this dumb monkey? Like, Godzilla would wipe the floor with this big primate. Like. I, I wasn't giving Kong a shot. I was just like, I'm I'm team lizard boy. So that's kind of my well, knowledge and anticipations going into it. How would Godzilla, how would King Kong take on Godzilla? Because I've seen a bunch of the King Kong movies. And by the way, most of them aren't very good. Um, I mean, any almost any movie with Jack Black in it is bad. <laughs> um, so, School of Rock is, uh, it's fun. They, they all it's have, fun. they all have their, their moment of, of luck, you know, as I'll say, but yeah, <laughs> but um, I mean, as far as I know, King Kong is about one tenth the size of Godzilla. <laughs> From uh, I know he's got different depictions depending, but I was always thinking that the only way that King Kong can take Godzilla is sheer agility. I, I don't think that, King, yes, I don't exactly. Think, I don't think King Kong is very agile. Or, I mean, I don't, don't think, think Godzilla I, is I don't think, that yeah, agile. That's what, that's what I mean. And I was like, if they make if Godzilla extra like lumbering. And, like, Kong could just, like, scale and, like, whip around him. Like, that's... I was with you. I thought, like, his just sheer dexterity could out outwit Godzilla. But in this movie, they're pretty comparably sized. Okay. Wow, that's a huge... Um, that's a huge King Kong, I guess. It, it's... It's... It's, it's, uh, it's, it's... Yeah, he's a, he's a unit. So, this movie is not... As far as I understand, like, not really a sequel... And you could watch it, I'd say, knowing like maybe only 10% of both of their backstories. Um, But essentially it takes place in this future where I guess Godzilla and Kong both exist on Earth, but there can only be like one, I guess, protector of Earth. And if there's two of them, like there are now, like they kind of see each other as a threat and like... Mm. are compelled to like go against it so they kind of have god's or kong in his own like little holding cell because he's like the more like uh i don't want to say cooperative but he he he'll listen to humans a little bit more than godzilla so they're like okay kong you're in your own like little make-believe we have just a huge football stadium where you can live and just kind of stay in your own place and we'll let godzilla do his own thing and you kind of need to know about, like, Ghidorah and, like, some of the monsters that they've defeated, but not really. Because essentially, stuff starts happening, evil corporations with technology and world domination and all that, aspirations of mankind that uh-huh. fly too close to the sun. 
kind of gets both of these beasts riled up and they get loose and just by their very nature feel a need to uh, combat one another. So there's like very little because I'm always interested when any any source material has like two quote unquote good people like fighting one another with, with like the Marvel movies like Civil War or stuff this or that. Like I'm always interested in how that conflict comes together. Like why are they fighting? Well, I know you said you're not like an expert on this. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm not an expert on I'm not really an expert either. Although I have seen a fair amount of Godzilla stuff, I, I haven't seen all of like the the campy like monster, like uh, whatever the fuck the word is, like kaiju battle, like guy in a suit mm-hmm. type shit. Um, but I never thought that King Kong was really the protector of Earth. Like he's more like a freak of nature that gets fucked around with by humans because then they keep finding him, and then he ends up like in places he shouldn't be. Like. I think in the old movie, he didn't know where he was. Like, he was, like, just climbing a skyscraper for no reason, uh, you know, because humans brought him to the city, as I recall. And then, like, I think in the Jack Black movie, they're, they're, they're literally looking for him. He's just kind of, like, minding his own business on his island. And, like, they f- go and find him. And, you know, they're trying to fucking play games and, you know, bite off more than they can chew. Whereas Godzilla, who has been both a good and a bad guy, is normally... The, the the dude who comes up when when bad who rises up out of like the ocean or comes out of wherever mm-hmm. when there's another monster so I never really thought King Kong was really like a protector I just thought he was kind of uh, neutral yeah I I guess that could be the case I I don't know it's two monsters they uh, punch each other <laughs> a lot I mean <laughs> there's there's not too much to think about there's a whole like subplot where this like podcaster like engineer has like all these crazy conspiracy theories about what's going on. And that's like, he's right about everything. And there's this whole, like pretty much all the human characters in this movie are just the most flat, like one note people. Like you come to this movie for the title cart, Godzilla versus Kong. And you get that in spades. They're going at it. And that looks pretty darn good. Um, Like besides some like overabundance of like slow motion effects, (laughs) <laughs> like this movie felt huge and massive. And I imagine seeing it in theaters will be just primo, just blockbuster stuff. Hmm. Well, I, I, I won't ask you who wins. I just, I, I, I don't know. I just couldn't figure out how Kong beats Godzilla generally, because even if he's more agile, Godzilla's got like armor, like, like he's got fucking armor plating. He's, you know, He's he's one tail whip away from just cutting King Kong in half for the most part, uh, one laser breath away from just ev- evaporating King Kong, and nope. if King Kong just just hauled off and punched Godzilla like in the chest, I don't know if Godzilla would even like notice because in my mind, uh, you know, unless King Kong's like six hundred feet tall in this movie, which is kind of dumb because he's never been that big, but you know, I don't know. I guess I guess I'll have I, to I will see say. It, the movie does a good job of there is a winner. Like this isn't like ones in the past where it's like, well, we can't like snub fans of either franchise. So it ends in like a draw or no contest. Like there is a point where you're like this creature bested the other. And if they needed to like fight to the death, like that one would win. But obviously Obviously, they go about it in, in an interesting way, but you do get a winner out of it, which is nice. Um, 
and it, it like i said it just looks really solid it sounds spectacular like it feels big and it's one of those things where yeah is it pretty forgettable from a like plot and development s- standpoint absolutely but like anyone can go in and just like open their eyeballs and see what is fun about this movie hmm. okay well i'm gonna see it i'm pretty excited actually you know uh, it's just for whatever reason i think that uh I think that these that these like HBOs and Netflixes they have more money now than the movie theaters do, and so they're they're going to negotiate probably pay money to get like everything on HBO Max or whatever before it goes to the theaters, which and ultimately is going to kill the theaters off, um, which you know I I find a little disappointing because you know even though a lot of people will probably never go to a movie theater again, and I, I'm and rather than launch into a tirade about that, I'll just accept it, but like you know. I'd rather go to the fucking movie because <laughs> it's like, because it's like, because because Godzilla. Even though I have a, even though I have a 120 inch projector screen in my in my house, I'd still rather watch the movie in the theater because I don't know. It's what I grew up doing, you know. I mean, and it's a it's a unique experience. So I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna. I, ha- I don't know. I, got, I I don't like waiting though. But yeah, I'm I'm torn because on one hand, as someone who has HBO Max, so I guess it's technically not free. But like well, since they yeah. already have it, like would I go out and pay money f- to see this? Uh, probably not. Like it's not that good. So, but at the same time, like this deserves to be seen on the big screen with the huge cinema sound and just that whole experience. So I, I, I could, if you like Godzilla at all or Kong or just huge battles, like yes, absolutely go see this movie. And uh, mm. I, I think you'll enjoy it, Mitz. It's it's. It's a walloping good time. Well, I'm looking at like pictures now. And by the way, I agree with you. Like that's another reason why the movie theaters will lose to the, in this battle because people will say, well, I've, I've, you know, I can pay a whole month worth of, worth of HBO Max for one movie ticket. <laughs> Not even like for me and my family, just one. So ultimately people, you're right. It's, it's the, it's the, it's the financially intelligent move to, uh, to just stay at home and watch it, watch it at home, you know. I guess people will probably end up investing more money in like home theater equipment, you know. If that's possibly, the case. I'm looking at pictures and let's see here. Does King Kong look like a dipshit, or does uh Godzilla look like it? Because Godzilla has been butchered. King Kong always looks the same. Godzilla has been butchered over and over again. Um, like Godzilla looks pretty good. He. He's a lot more handsy than I expected. Like usually when I think of Godzilla, I think T-Rex arms and yeah. he's all all mouth, he's all tail, he's all you know, that kind of stuff, but he uh he throws some claws. So, wow. he's he's nice and chonky, just how I like him. What I would say is if King Kong is really as big as Godzilla, King Kong would have so much strength cuz Godz- cuz gorillas are strong as hell. Like they're Ten times, yeah. pound for pound, they're like ten times as strong as a human. So, King Kong could just probably pick Godzilla up and throw him like thirty, like 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 three hundred feet at once. I guess that's not very far considering their size. He could throw him really fucking far, based on his size, and probably just like rip him in half. Um, so I don't know if if if, if but you know, I guess I, I would say the coolest thing about this movie, like from a like directorial like something cool that I enjoyed while I was watching it is a lot of times something will happen to like a human character. Like they'll 
like be drowning or falling or some kind of something that will be affecting them negatively. And then that exact same thing will happen to uh, Kong, but it's on such a bigger scale that it's like kind of cool. Like it, it makes them feel way more human. For example, no spoilers, but like a, there's like water and it's like piling up on the ship and the characters like trying to hold their breath, hold their breath. And they finally get saved and they like spit a bunch of water out like as you do. And then the same thing happens to Kong. And when he spits the water out, it's just like a waterfall and just like a geyser coming out. And it's like a nice like one to one cut. But it's just cool to see it on that scale. And it's just a standpoint of just seeing things really big is cool and fun. So there you go. Mm -hmm. That's what the movie banks on. Well, I know I just realized that Millie Bobby Brown's in this, which she was in the last Godzilla movie. And I don't really care for her very much. (laughs) I think she's terrible. Yeah, and she's terrible in everything she's in. I don't, I don't want to tear her down too much, but I don't find her to be a good actress at all. Um, so I yeah, there definitely is like if you've seen the like latest iterations of these movies, there is stuff for you to be like, oh, I remember that character. But going in blind, it wasn't hard to follow. Yeah, I just don't like Millie Bobby Brown. <laughs> Not very much. But that's but that's cool. I'm definitely gonna see it. You know, uh, the movie theater we go to, I've said before, has like has uh, on Tuesday, they've got five dollar movie tickets. And if you remember, free popcorn and like you can eat in the theater and like a pizza is like nine fifty. So like you're getting like you're getting the ticket, the the pizza and the popcorn for like 14 bucks. Um, So just go to uh, the melting pot right before (laughs) fill out some takeout containers of fondue. Just pour it over the seats in the theater. No one will notice it's dark. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm just cooking fondue in the back of the theater. Fuck it. (laughs) The movie ends. Everyone's like filing out. They look at you. Just there's just cheese everywhere. (laughs) That's pretty funny. Yeah, it's. uh, It's 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 a good time. So we'll, we'll see. I hope, you know. In the last Godzilla versus King Kong movie, it was basically a tie. So we'll have to see. I guess King Kong technically wins because he kind of drives Godzilla back into the uh, ocean or whatever. But we'll have to see, uh, you know, how it goes. So, all right. Well, that's about all the time we have. And I'm amped up to talk about Ghibli. So we got to get to that for sure. So um, let's definitely uh, switch over to some to some Ghibli action in our main podcast. But guys, thanks for tuning in. Thanks to Mason for bringing the heat. Thanks for Mitz for bringing the cheese. Oh, yeah. The, che- mm, the s'mores chocolate. Heck yeah. That's such an embarrassment. It's just an embarrassing embarrassment of gluttony. It's just so <laughs> unbelievable. All right, we'll see you guys next time on Hobby Addicts. Take care. Have a good one.